the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson and Barton Simmons. It's your call for the best college football coverage. From National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between, CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Barton Simmons. I'm Chip Patterson, and we've got uh, emergency... Uh, alarms going off. We we had literally uh, just finished recording our conversation on the previous episode of the podcast, which included book club, mailbag, and some discussion about the Colorado job. And while the head coaching carousel, Barton, we did decide was done spinning, big domino in the world of uh, college football making a move here on Monday. Uh, Scott Cochran going to be leaving Alabama going to Georgia, reported by Cecil Hurt, Bruce Feldman, and others. Uh, I'm, it, it, how do you want to attack this first? Because we've, we've got the connections with Kirby Smart. We've got everything that he's meant to Alabama. And also, I mean, am I wrong in saying that he's leaving being a strength coach and now he is an on-field assistant on Kirby Smart's staff? Well, yeah, I think that's that's the this is a promotion, right? Point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, I mean, I look, it, it's it's a promotion of sorts. It's almost like just changing careers in a way. I mean, it's not there. There isn't a typical ladder that takes you from strength and conditioning coach to on-field assistant. Um, I mean, that's happened early in careers, often where. You know, you're you're a strength and conditioning assistant, or you're a you know strength and conditioning quality control or GA or something. Yeah, that, that's sort of getting on the field. Yeah, it takes but, a graduate assistant head, role. Yeah, yeah, to, to be a head strength and conditioning coach at a power five program and then go to a a position coach job, it just doesn't happen. So it's not like it's just changing verticals there, and and so I think that's the key point here, um, and which makes this all so interesting. And and so fun to break down is sort of where do you like where do you attack it? I mean, I think um, I saw um, who was reporting it. Uh, I'm blanking on who was reporting it, but I'll I'll remember it in a second. But uh, Nick Saban's even has commented on this, which is that Scott Cochran had wanted to move into an on-field role, and Nick Saban wasn't prepared to make him an on-field guy that's according to Nick Saban and that offered an opportunity for Kirby Smart to go swipe him as what looks like will be a special teams coach or a special teams coordinator position and you know it, it and so so in that role in that vein you can look at it in a couple of ways I mean one I think you know right away you're getting a new 
side of Scott Cochran that Alabama hasn't even been able to maximize, which is he's going to be a, a recruiter. You know, that guy who has been the lifeblood mm. of the Alabama program in a lot of ways is going to be a, a full-time recruiter on the road for Kirby Smart. Um, the other way you can look at it is, uh, he, I mean, Kirby Smart's hiring an incredibly inexperienced coach. I mean, I know he's been hiring a lot of ball, but this is, I mean, he's, he's hiring a coach that doesn't have experience. He's a rookie special teams coach. Um, and so that, to me, speaks volumes about where Kirby's priorities lie in the way he's trying to build this Georgia program, which is just recruiting caps lock. Like it's all about recruiting and that, that I think, I think there's some, there's probably a little element of like just taking this, this sort of figurehead from Alabama. Uh, and I know that, that Kirby smart uh, was very close with Scott Cochran. I think their families were very close yeah. at Alabama. And I think that there, that, that was, there was even some rumors that Kirby had a chance of stealing him when he was leaving for Georgia as mm-hmm. a strength coach. Um, but to, to go ahead and make this leap to get him, um, is, is very interesting just in terms of the way Kirby wants to build this program. Barton, Scott Cochran better have an MD behind his name because I think Kirby smart has hired Dr. Scott Cochran to cure the Georgia disease. I think the mentality that he thinks is wrong at Georgia, whatever limitation has kept the bulldogs from achieving greatness I think that the first that was the first thing I thought of when I saw the Scott Cocker news. I was like, this is about mentality. Like yeah. this this is about changing the mentality of our roster, changing the mentality of our assistant coaches. Just having this guy around is going to be the way that we're gonna eradicate the Georgia disease. And I thought that that you know, the it was an opportunity thing is the way I'm reading this. Like Georgia all of a sudden finds itself in the midst of an offseason staff shuffle and Kirby has an extra spot on the staff. As you mentioned, they've got the previous relationship. Their families are close with each other, uh, but perhaps he did have a chance to steal him. But man, how about the timing of this where right as Georgia has made it his, like I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold Kirby Smart to this. I think Kirby Smart has made, you know, his eradication of this disease, sort of the, his calling card for Georgia football. And to go get Scott Cochran, I think is absolutely all about changing the mentality of your team. Yeah, and, and I just I think this also just it continues to speak to Kirby's sort of uh, intense competitive nature. And I, I mean, I, there's got to be just an element of just getting one of Saban's guys, one of his true like generals. And 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 hey, I, I think continuing like you're to your point, like continuing to to instill, ingrain in that Georgia program some of the toughness that built the Alabama program. Um, and because here's the other side of it, because look, th- this is uh, it, when the, when the news broke, it was shocking. And the more, and like my initial reaction was, was wow. Uh, my initial reaction was, this is huge news. Um, but I think you could look at this a couple different ways on the Alabama side. 
also. Oh, like the uh, it continued Sabinization? Like we said, wow, we said this is significant. It can be a wow. It can be significant. But we can also just be like, well, this is just the next step of what's been happening in the SEC for the last six years. Well, the, where, maybe maybe this is what you're saying. I'm not sure if this is what you're saying or not. But where I'm coming at it from is I do think from in terms of just purely as a strength and conditioning coach, and I've, I've – I, I talked to someone that that has some unique insight into the Alabama program, and 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 kind of asked just just open ended sort of what's what is your impression of the move, um, just purely as a strength and conditioning coach. There, Alabama's dealt with some injuries. Mm. Alabama hasn't like they've their their players aren't significantly haven't been significantly better combine testers in Indianapolis at the NFL combine than when they showed up. They're not, I don't know that they're quite as, I mean, they're, do, they're still a dominant team physically. There's no question, but I mean, they're getting the best players in the country. I, I, I feel like the idea of Alabama having a new strength and conditioning coach isn't something that Nick Saban maybe is dreading. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, and, and just and I'm talking purely on the strength and conditioning side of it, like getting them bigger, stronger, faster. Um, you know, there's there's been some there's been some sort of I don't know how to best phrase it, but like it, it's that I don't I don't think that Scott Cochran has emerged among the strength and conditioning community. And and I'll and and I was talking to some people around 24/7 about this too. And and Charles Power brought this up as well, but like. When you look at what um, Dwight Galt uh, at Penn State, Mickey Mirati at Ohio State, um, Chris Doyle at Iowa, like the, those are guys. Like when you look at the, the what they put out in the NFL draft, what those guys look like coming in, the way those guys develop, it's it's startling. Um, I don't know that we'd gotten to the point where I, I felt like it had plateaued a little bit on that front, Alabama. Ah, uh huh. And so I I think. There is a strength and conditioning side of it that is okay. Now, to be fair, on the other side of it, because I, I, I've just hit up a coach that had been in that program recently and asked, is this a big deal? And he said it's a huge deal because Scott Cochran, from a, just in terms of the kind of press, pushing the pressure points on the program, being a voice – being around all off season, being the guy that's pushing those guys, like kind of what you're talking about, just being um, creating a vibe and a tenor around the program and an intensity. Uh, yeah, that's that's got to that that's that's a tough loss, but that's why it's so it's going to be. I think the most interesting hire Nick Saban has made in years um, is going to be who he hires as a strength and conditioning coach. Because I'm just I'm just not because like we any of us have a whole. Rolodex of strength and conditioning hires and like have a lot of opinions on who's who, but it's a really important hire. And I'm just curious who Nick Saban thinks can fill those shoes. You're a, you're a Bentley right now. I'm just going to put spinners on that thing. I need you lower. Bam! Hit it. Oh, oh, straight yard. Oh, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. I mean, come on. You already know. I mean, that dude is, <laughs> I, it is interesting because within the, within the strength and conditioning community, from what you've been able to tell, 
do they almost judge teams by by how many injuries or whether injury injuries are frequent because that's something that I've heard definitely from the fan perspective and less from like college football writers and analysts it normally starts with the fan but if because you're just dialed in on your team and if it feels like your team is always suffering some late season injuries and the teams just are sort of struggling to get through uh, an entire year without getting too banged up they'll often point the finger back at strength and conditioning and wonder if the program needs a little bit of a shakeup. And sometimes I think that we've seen the head coaches make the decision based on that. When you've seen your guys just continue to have some of these issues, some changes need to be made and, uh, and, and they might absolutely change it up. So within the strength and conditioning community, are they looking at college football teams and college football programs? The It sounds like the flag goes up for them as well, because I've, I've been with Alabama in the last uh, several college football playoffs, and almost every single time I'm talking to somebody around the program, and all they're talking about is just how banged up they are. Well, yeah, I mean that that's, but but that's standard. I mean, by the end of the year, everyone's banged up. I think, and I I don't necessarily think that strength and conditioning coaches look around at other strength and conditioning coaches and say, let's see what their injuries look like, and and then judge them. I, I just think it's more of a, because um, the NFL combine stuff is definitely true. Alabama gets like Alabama players. The, the stereotype is that an Alabama player has like all of these things that make them ready for the NFL, but their body is just a little bit banged up and has a little bit more wear and tear on it just for the way they do things at Alabama. That is the stereotype. And that's a, and that probably shouldn't be lumped on Scott Cocker. And that's probably more a Nick Saban problem because of the way he runs practices uh, because of the the physicality and and um, just just ones versus one sort of yeah I was gonna say because at a lot of schools when you play against the twos you're playing against like uh, your lab partner right yeah just yeah. regular regular old person with normal <laughs> sizes that aren't six six three hundred and thirty pounds yeah the the I mean Alabama guys are always talking about how the 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 practices are so much tougher in the games and so you got you only got one game a week you got what three padded practices a week usually in the season, so that that's <laughs> that that wears on you a little bit. So, you know, I, I just think that, that's but again, and anything because Scott Cochran was the or is the most visible strength and conditioning coach in the country because I mean, the the dude's on what what is it like nationwide commercials? Is that what he's on? Like he's got commercials. He's on the he's on the jumbotron at the games. He's like he is front and center in a way that no one else at Alabama's football programs have been and are, and other than Nick Saban, and so he is the mo- one of the most visible out there. Um, but that's what's so that's what I that why I think this is such a fascinating move is because it's one of these deals where it's like unless you're in that building, you don't really know what the impact is. You don't like you can't really speak on it. Um, strength and conditioning coaches we we don't really i don't even know how to measure them i was talking with guys today like trying to figure out like how do we even like like notre dame one of their biggest additions has been matt bayless as their strength and conditioning coach but i i wouldn't have known that when he showed up mm-hmm. we don't know we don't know we, i don't i didn't know he was any good but it's very clear that he has been um so you know how do you even evaluate who your next coach is like who your next who the next um you, you know 
heart of the program is in the offseason. Um, I just think it's so interesting. And then you're going to get a lot of opinions, and I've already heard different varying ones on how important this one is. Um, but it's, uh, I think that's what makes it, this kind of a fun breakdown. Coming up on the other side, Alabama reacts to the loss of Scott Cochran. Next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Former Alabama offensive lineman Cam Robinson retweeting Bruce Feldman's announcement of the news, adding the comment, Damn, Kirby, you trying to steal all the sauce? (laughs) I mean, that's that's an interesting – so that's the other side of it is just um, man, you know, like Kirby Smart is. I mean, what? I, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to. What to make of this from a from a Georgia standpoint? I think I, I think he's going to be a really good recruiter. I would expect Scott Cochran is going to be a really good recruiter. But he, he's he's you, not re- being hired for, as a strength and conditioning coach. But as a pro Georgia podcast, I feel like I need to just lay the claim that oh, now we got Scott Cocker and he's going to turn them into monsters. Right. I mean, they got like a they got a second strength and conditioning coach basically on their staff. Yeah, a hundred percent. But but like so yeah, so I think your point of like MD Scott Cocker and like the guy that's just going to be sort of setting the tone of the program and and uh, eradicating the Georgia disease. But ultimately, like if you are hiring him as a recruiting coach, as a recruiting plus, and if it's a if it's a net positive in recruiting and it's a net negative in coaching, let's just say, are is that really what George is missing? 
mean, they just got the number one class. Right. Like, they are like, dude, how much more of a bump do they need in recruiting? And I mean, you can like, say the same thing about strength and conditioning. Georgia's had monsters. I mean, their teams have been yeah. huge. Yeah. So it's just, uh, so I don't know. Maybe I feel like it's just, it's almost like a, it's, it's, it's almost like Kirby just wanted to sort of, you know, throw an alley-oop at the end of the game or something or, or, or I don't know. Like just, just, it's just, just wanted to make a statement. I feel like this is just wants to make a statement. I'm taking Bama's guy. What's up? Yeah. I'm, uh, this is a Georgia team that's had the talent. This is a Georgia team that's had the size and the strength and conditioning. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick right now with, it's all about mentality and like, I don't know. This is how about throwing your, throwing your guy bone, right? I mean this, this hire, how about this? Those coaches wanted to get that 10th on field assistant, right? Fought for it. I don't, I, I think, I don't, th- I think you're good with nine. <laughs> we've we've coached with nine before. Yes. You know? it's, yeah, yeah. It's not like we don't know how to coach with nine. The ease with which this this title was has now been handed over to Alabama strength and conditioning coach by the Georgia football program tells me they were probably good with nine. This tenth position is, I mean, and I would I would assume we don't have a head coach on here to respond immediately, but I would assume that that the tenth on field assistant is it's just going to include you it's just going to increase your ability to to spread a wide net with recruiting uh right well yeah i mean yeah but but also they just hired a they just got a a pretty successful group of five offensive coordinator to be an uh, an offensive analyst so like they can pay those analysts pretty good money like, just go get your, your your special teams coordinator in that analyst pool. I'm sure they got someone teed up or someone that's going to slide into that role and uh, and let Scott Cocker run around the field and, and, and gas everybody up every practice. Okay. Just make sure you make sure go full speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's special teams um, mentality coach. Is he go- he's <laughs> He's got to be on the sideline, right? No way he's in the box. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a lock. Uh and so up there charting plays, yeah. And what does Alabama think of Scott Cochran? Is he now the Kevin Durant of the SEC coaching tree? I don't think so because he look if if because he's he's moving to an off field role. Like or I'm sorry, on field role. Like I maybe like what's his goal? I don't know. Maybe his goal is to be a head coach someday. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to be a head coach someday, it's not going to happen from going straight from a, a um, strength coach. You know, like I've talked to um, player personnel directors. Uh, I've talked to a couple out there with, with long-term goals of being a head coach someday. Mm. Well, you you got to get on field at some point if that's if that's your long-term goal. You just, I mean, unless I mean, you're not going to get hired in 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 the FBS as a head coach from a off the field role. So it's just, um, so I, I don't think if, if that's really like, if he's actually trying to just do something different and, and Hey, I don't, I, I, I get that. I mean, what's he just going to be? He's going to ride off. The, he's, he's pretty young. He's going to ride off to the sunset and be Alabama strength and conditioning coach for like the next, for like 40 years. Um, guy wants a new challenge. I, I, I wouldn't begrudge oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's 43, uh, 41 years old. 
Yeah, so that's young. 41 years old, uh, linked up with Saban at LSU when he was in there uh, for, it looks like, graduate school. And uh, daggum. I mean, I, I could definitely see if, if he wants, then, then does it, does that reframe at all the idea about the Kirby's side of this, that he's not, if this is Scott Cochran wants to be a head coach one day, he knows he needs to get on the field. Uh, Nick Saban's like, I understand you want to do it, but you can't do it here. Kirby's smart. He's like, I tell you what, I got a spot for you. And then he also knows all these other potential bonuses that he could bring in from an intangibles perspective to the staff. Right. Right. That, and, and, and in that sense... It doesn't look like, like Kirby Duncan on Alabama as much as it looks like him being willing to, big air quotes, take a chance on Scott Cochran to give Scott Cochran the credentials that he needs to take the next step. Like Scott Cochran might not think that he's going to be the head coach at Georgia, but he knows he needs to go be an assistant at Georgia before he can be the head coach at a different school. And in, and in that sense, in a very like non-hot take-ish kind of way, like this actually could kind of be a win for both teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, not a maybe not a win for Alabama. I don't know, but like maybe, I mean maybe that maybe Nick Saban wanted a, 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 a because point being is if Nick Saban wanted Scott Cochran at Alabama, there's probably a, a way Nick Saban could have kept him at Alabama. Kirby offered him a situation that it was more appealing, and he jumped. Um, and Nick Saban was willing to let him walk because he wasn't willing to put him on the field, and. Uh, so now we now we see who he hires as a strength and conditioning coach. How what is the <laughs> what's what what's the, what's the hot board look like? Yeah, yeah, what's the hot board look like for the strength and conditioning <laughs> hire? I don't I don't know. I got no idea. All those guys I mentioned earlier ain't aren't leaving. I wouldn't think. And then uh, you know is is uh, what about down the road? D'Antonio Burnett at uh, NC State. That's a that's a stud. I was I when you were rolling that, that out. Would, that would be a, that would be an upgrade from NC State, but I know he's an NC State guy, so maybe he never leaves. But right. that would be that. That's sort of one of the guys that, like, if I'm Dick Saban, I'm probably, probably calling. Yeah, when you were rolling through uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame, I didn't I didn't want to go total Homer, but Thunder Dan has done some. We've mentioned some of the stuff. Was it like Garrett Bradbury was a tight end before he was an NFL draft pick, offensive lineman. Um, he does it every year. Yeah, every every single year there's a player from NC State who's getting drafted, Jermaine Pratt, like this just who has just undergone incredible physical transformations uh and turned out as NFL players. It's insane. Yeah. No, it's it's uh he he would be <clears throat> I mean, I can't I mean, I don't know how how loyal how loyal he is to NC State, but I mean, that's it seems like a that seems like a can't can't opportunity you wouldn't be able to turn down but we'll see hey, who knows i mean i'm sure nick saban's got i i, I would be sh- i i can't imagine that this came as a shock to nick saban yeah i would imagine that this was um he's well prepared for what's next do you think that this was something that the timing like how the timing of it falls at all um do you think it's going to be real disruptive for either school i mean this is like Right, we are what a week or two weeks into off-season conditioning. Yeah, but I mean they've they've got their off-season workout like books. You know they've got their the 
they they know what's coming. I mean, there's a is it like when the there's a sub- strength coaches can run that? Yeah, like you know? sometimes you would have the if the entire class was working their way through uh, like an SAT prep book, the substitute teacher could come in there and just tell you to go on to the next exercises. They didn't really need to teach to you. Right, right, yeah. I mean, if anything, like no, I, like I said, I, I think ultimately, and we've talked about this. It's it, it's about that that energy in the weight room and um as long as they got another another coach in there that can give that energy then i think that they can survive until the next coach shows up because uh i would imagine they they've they've got their their off-season schedule already uh already handed out all right y'all i'm i'm just gonna run the run it now get nick saban in there (laughs) i know i understand that there's uh there's actually rules that prevent it but he'll figure it out all right uh, anything else from uh from from the move? Well, no, well, I'm just glad we uh the, this the Cover Three podcast is the podcast where we may not be uh we may not be emergency potting a Carl Durrell coaching <laughs> hire, but we're emergency Sorry. potting a strength <laughs> strength and conditioning coach bouncing from one SEC school to the other. I mean, you know, Carl Durrell was hired, and and we were just sitting around, and we were like, um, who? <gasps> But then all of a sudden, Scott Cochran's on the move from Alabama to Georgia, and it's there. There is a hire that Colorado could have made, or a few hires Colorado could have made that would have netted, merited an emergency pod. Yeah, Bielema Car- because other people would want it, or Calhoun because we'd be excited. Right. Yeah. Carl Durrell just didn't. Just sorry, sorry, buddy. Shiver- Shiverini might have waited till Monday too. Yeah, probably. But we would have liked it. Carl Durrell, we give you a blank slate. All right, if you want our full breakdown of that Colorado hire that is in the episode before uh, we recorded it just earlier today here on Monday, that's Barton Simmons. You can follow him on Twitter at Barton Simmons. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Barton, thank you very much. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.